Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Dr. Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Chan Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult. Be sure to follow the link in the description after today's episode for more information about today's article and to claim CME credit. This podcast is brought to you by PrimeMed. Jocelyn is in today with her five-year-old daughter, who has had a bad cold for over a week now. She'd been previously healthy, but lately she's been very tired and cranky. She has a low-grade fever, and although coughing at night, which keeps waking her up, she has not had any trouble breathing. Her appetite has been a little bit off, but is drinking normally and well hydrated. Her mom is concerned that she has a sinus infection now that she has a stuffy nose with greenish nasal discharge and thinks she needs an antibiotic. Hi, this is Frank Domino, and joining me today is Dr. Robert Baldor, professor and the founding chairman for the Department of Family Medicine at the UMass Chan Medical School, Bay State, in Springfield, Massachusetts. Oh, Bob, as as the seasons change, this is an important case to discuss. Thanks for talking about it. Yeah, thanks, Frank. Um, I actually want to talk about two articles that were recently published in JAMA this summer that relate to treating acute sinusitis in children. One looked at treatment failures between amoxicillin and amoxclavulonate, and the second tried to identify which children would benefit from any antibiotic use for acute sinusitis. So really uh, interesting uh, uh, data that's out there now. Great. No, I think it's really important we discuss these, so I'm glad you combined them together. So I want to discuss the comparative study uh, first. Uh, This was fascinating to me in that they actually used this nation cohort study using something called the Market Scan Commercial Claims and Encounter Database. They used this to identify persons aged 17 and younger who had a new diagnosis of acute sinusitis between January 2017 and December 2021. This database um, includes demographic information, medical visits, hospitalization, diagnoses, procedures, and outpatients' prescriptions that were uh, prescribed. And so they looked at the database. After using exclusion criteria, they ended up with a cohort of almost 199,000 patients. Half of them had been actually, so with the diagnosis of acute sinusitis, half treated with amoxicillin, the other half with amoxicillin clavulonate. So a huge study. The age breakdown, about half of the of, of this group were adolescents, about a quarter children aged 6 to 11, and then another uh, quarter aged uh, 0 to 5 years. They were looking at treatment failure, which they defined as requiring a new or different antibiotic being prescribed, or serious treatment failure, which meant that somebody ended up in the ER or had a related admission. Now, the good news is is that treatment failure occurred in less than 2% of this entire group with relatively rare having a serious failure, meaning needing to go to the ER and being admitted, and that was uh, 0.01% with no differences in the risk of treatment failure between the amoxicillin clavulonate group and the amoxicillin group. They also looked at adverse effects, and as you can imagine, the risk of GI issues was higher with amoxicillin clavulonate than it was with plain amoxicillin. And by the way, that actually included some cases of C. difficile, which I personally have not seen um, with, uh, with amoxicillin clavulonate, certainly lots of diarrhea, uh, and yeast infections. So these were higher as well uh, in that group. Allergic reactions were looked at. 
and these were similar in both groups, uh, with about 0.4% having an allergic response, uh, and, and so that would, would make sense. And, and they, they were looking at uh, uh, urticaria, angiodemia, that, 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 that type of thing. All right, huge study, but observational, not randomized controlled trial. Um, but in the real world, there were n almost no treatment failures, no matter what they were prescribed. That's, that's good news. And uh, you have to respect the fact that the combination medication, the clavulanate, increased adverse events. Um, talk a little bit about the second study, uh, trying to identify which children will benefit from antibiotics for acute sinusitis. Yeah, this was great. So this was actually a randomized control trial. And uh, this one here involved 515 children. They were aged 2 to 11. And uh, with 64% uh, of them were aged 2 to 5 years of age. And they'd been diagnosed with acute sinusitis based on the standard uh, clinical criteria and treated with amoxicillin clavulanate or placebo. So those were severe symptoms. And by the way, they use amoxicillin clavulanate versus just plain amoxicillin because that's what the guidelines say you should use. Um, those were severe symptoms, though, which had characterizes both colored nasal discharge and a high fever, 102.2 uh, uh, Fahrenheit or, or 39 degrees centigrade for three or more days were excluded, as were those with a history of asthma and active wheezing, those with cough as the sole symptoms, or those with a history of allergic rhinitis with acute worse, without acute worsening of their respiratory symptoms. Trial, though, was conducted at primary care offices and was designed to evaluate with a symptom burden different in these subgroups, and they defined these as a positive bacterial culture. So the other thing they did was nasal pharyngeal swabs, both the study entry and ending visits. So childrens were also stratified according to the presence or absence of a yellow-greenish nasal discharge versus a clear discharge, and then randomly assigned to a 10-day uh, BID course of either oral amoxicillin clavulanate or a matching placebo. 71% of the children had a positive culture with either strep pneumoniae, uh, haemophilus influenza, or, uh, or moroxella at the time of involvement, and 67% actually had a colored nasal discharge. So it sounds like a one-on-one -on -one relationship to me, but turns out, Frank, the correlation between having a colored nasal discharge and a positive bacterial culture was very weak. Really no correlation there. Now, so that was really of interest. The primary income, uh, outcome, though, was symptom burden relief based on uh, parents keeping a daily symptom scored on a validated uh, uh, scale. The range of this was 0 to 40 during the 10 days uh, following the diagnosis. So the mean symptom score was significantly lower in children treating with amoxicillin clavulanate versus placebo. So uh, the... Uh, uh, score nine versus a reduction of nine versus ten point six between the group, and the length of time for symptom resolution was again statistically significantly lower in those in the antibiotic group, seven days versus those in a placebo, nine days. So that p-value there was a zero point zero zero three. So statistically significant, I'm not so sure how clinically significant that is uh, if you look at that reduction in um, time for cure. Um, secondary uh, outcomes included treatment failure and adverse effects such as clinically significant diarrhea. And those who were in the amoxicillin clavulanic were significantly less likely to experience treatment failure develop otitis media, or receive an additional antibiotic. But no child had a serious adverse event. And this, 
the incidence of non-serious adverse events was still relatively low between both groups. So as you can imagine, the portion of children with clinically significant di diarrhea though was higher in the uh, amoxicillin clavulanate uh, group. Final thing I want to throw out here was the um, uh, the cultures that were obtained. And so those who had a positive culture did benefit more than those with negative cultures. Mean improvement uh, score there of uh, 1.95 versus uh, 0.88. But the efficacy did not significantly differ according to whether a colored nasal discharge versus a clear nasal discharge was what was present. So both, uh, so that was not a defining uh, value uh, at all. Okay, Bob, let me summarize that because that was a lot of information. The mean symptom score was supposedly lower, was 9 on a scale of 1 to 40 compared to 10.6. So while that was statistically significant, I'm not sure that's clinically significant. But the length of time to symptom resolution was 7 days in the antibiotic group, but nine days in the placebo group. That, that data seems conflicting to me. I do love the fact that there was no benefit really in swabbing people's noses because uh, the, the time to symptom resolution didn't seem to uh, really matter. Um, what do you conclude? What do you, what do you conclude when you try to summarize this data? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's hard to tease through some of this. Uh, I mean, it does seem that... Um, that there was benefit if there was a positive bacterial culture. So, you know, but until we get, uh, you know, have such testing, like we have a rapid strep swab uh, for, for throats, uh, we're really left here making a, a, a clinical uh, decision. And uh, my old reliable here, having a thick yellow uh, greenish discharge uh, is not helpful. Um, there was no difference between having a, a clear discharge versus a, a discolored discharge in this. So um, if you consider the fact that the placebo group had no significant adverse outcomes and the benefit of using amoxicillin clavulanate, um, although statistically only shortened symptoms by two days uh, to, to resolution, right? I'm not sure how clinically beneficial that is. And so, um, you know, as I tease through all this, it seems to me for children who are not acutely ill, observation is probably still a reasonable, uh, a reasonable treatment option. I could not agree more. I, I, I think unless you have a very sick child who meets the criteria of sick for more than uh, you know, a week or has the double worsening, I think symptomatic management and close follow-up seem to make the most sense. Bob, great discussion on a complicated topic that's definitely practice-changing. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Frank. Practice pointer. Consider observation as a treatment of choice for children who present with signs and symptoms of an acute sinusitis but are not acutely ill. Colored nasal discharge, whether thick, yellowish, and green, does not at all correlate with a bacterial infection. If an antibiotic is indicated, evidence supports the use of plain amoxicillin. Join us next time when we talk about a variety of ways to help lower the risk of developing dementia. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim CME credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, follow the link in the description. To stay up to date on the most recent clinical research and news, please subscribe to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine and be sure to check out primed.com for additional CME content.